0: Hi, this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today I wanted to talk about misunderstandings. And I feel this goes really deep with my own personal experience. Um, I grew up with, and I didn't realize I had um, sensory processing issues, but particularly it was audio processing disorder. So, and again, as I've mentioned in other Podcast: The word disorder is l- being looked at as more condition instead of disorder. Um, so having audio an audio processing condition, I did have frequent like ear infections as a kid. I probably stemming from swimming um, and being more susceptible to colds from my allergies. And um, so I remember getting my hearing checked multiple times. But what wasn't being checked was like, I would be able to hear everything just fine. I would be raising my hand saying, yes, I heard those notes, those, those um, tones. But, and I remember even doing this when I was in my twenties, my late twenties, I went back and I'm like, oh, this feels really familiar. And they tested my hearing and it wasn't about that. It was actually about when I am hearing someone speak or hearing a noise that my ears are receiving the information, but when they are sending it to my brain, one can lag behind the other, one can kind of crisscross. And when I hear somebody speak, sometimes I don't understand the words at all. And they were, and so what I would do is be a lot of, hmm, what? Huh? And, and that's probably what people like the grownups in my life were picking up on is like, oh, well, maybe she can't hear as well. And it's like, no, I, later in life, much later in my, when I hit about 40, I realized, oh, there's this thing where the brain just, whether it's um, auditory, whether it's through your eyes, any of your senses can kind of have these delay in one part of your body. And so when it reaches your brain, it's not synced up and it doesn't make sense for a little bit. And so there can be a lot of like embarrassment. There was a lot of times where I didn't speak up and say, you know, I didn't quite understand that because I didn't have the words for it at the time. Very much now, especially when I'm going to the doctor's office and they're rattling off things, I say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I have a hearing condition and I need you to repeat that, please. Because not only do I not quite hear, but I'm also not retaining the information. Um, if I have it written down, if they type out in the notes, it helps me so much more. But there can be a lot of misunderstandings when this is happening. So a lot of times when I would go to order food, it wouldn't turn out right. Or if I'm trying to communicate with one of my friends and it doesn't come out right, um, or I mishear what they're saying back to me and misunderstand things. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're both on board, right? And it turns out completely different. Um, There can be a lot of shame around that. There can be a lot of shame of well, I must be the non-intelligent one. Maybe I, I just don't get life. Maybe I just don't understand how human beings are and why is everyone else communicating really well? I also remember a lot of times where I would take things very literally and it's, it can be very common for people who are neurodivergent and especially in autism that they take things very literally. My son, I know this, I have to be very specific about things. He asked me recently, um, I said, oh, I'm going to start dinner here in a moment. And then I went and sat down on the couch and he goes, whoa, I thought you were starting dinner. And I said, oh, I, I think, um, you're not quite sure how the word moment works with grown-ups. <laughs> so, uh, it actually is like, well, probably if a kid said a moment, it would be very quick, but a moment for adults. Sometimes we just need to take that pause where I had been like running around the house, getting things done. And then I sat down and I said, okay, so for me, and because I'm a grown up, I need to sit down for a little bit and just have this pause so that I can like get up and then make dinner. And sometimes for me, that's between two minutes and like 10 minutes. So when I actually put some numbers estimate, I said, it could vary though, buddy, right? <laughs> like some days I may feel like I need a little less or a little more. And then he's like, oh, I had no idea. And especially with a lot of wording, things that are worded, um, and especially if someone's trying to learn a different language, we have all these, and I believe they're called idioms please check me on that it's like those sayings right of like uh waiting till the shoe, other shoe drops or you know like cats out of the bag like those things um when people aren't aware of them um if they haven't heard them enough or they're from a different culture and they'll be like what does that mean that's how a lot of people who are neurodivergent are as well they're just like i don't understand what that means And there can be a lot of misunderstandings as well. I had used the word moment with my son for quite a while. He's 11, but he didn't understand it in this particular context. I also remember when I was like four or five years old, uh, I was looking out the front window of our home at the time. And my mom comes by and she goes, oh, it's really foggy outside. And I actually misheard or misunderstood. And I kept looking around and I'm like, where are the frogs? (laughs) I don't see how froggy it is outside. What do you mean? And I was very confused, but I didn't say anything um, because I was just so young. But there can always be these misunderstandings. So even if you aren't neurodivergent, humans misunderstand each other. Right. Like, especially if we are on two different sides of an issue. Sometimes there can be a lot of time where we're not spending the time um, focusing on just informing each other. Like, where's the context of the argument that we're having? Where is the baseline? Where can we agree on enough so we can actually carry out this conversation? Because otherwise, we're just talking at one another about things that are either just trigger words Or we just don't have enough knowledge about. Um, I'm not minimizing, like, what is important to argue about. Because I do think that we do need to step up and say things that are very important. But we also need the other side to be understood. Um, And that our words are being understood because that means one side is listening. So that's the core thing about misunderstandings is that if there is a misunderstanding, then we need to have both parties listen so that we can make the corrections, that we can then sort out like, well, maybe I am looking at this kind of narrowly or in the wrong way. And so I can see your perception of things Um, but also like, if we don't, again, if we don't have that common understanding or just like, here are the facts of the situation, then can we have this conversation? Um, there was a great book and I think I'll link it in the show notes because I don't have it in front of me, but, um, yeah, I don't remember the the name of the book, but it will be in the show notes. And it's about, um, very much conducting conversations between two polarized groups. And they found that even if there was just a lot of time being quiet and listening to the other side, there was a lot more understanding and openness as the conversations went along. So part of that is like just getting a lot of the feelings out of like, look, I don't feel like I'm being heard. Um, so I kind of want to vent for what I really want to get my point across and the other side can be quiet for a little while and then vice versa. But we need that vice versa, right? We can't just <laughs> sit back, hear people screaming at us and that's it. Like that's not going to solve anything. But if we're in this environment where there is be- turns being taken, um, In a very, and I'm not talking about at like some of the governmental, um, levels of things, because a lot of times Congress hearings, all those, they're very polarized and they're very stuck on what they want to say at that point. I'm talking about like, they got, um, a number of different, um, people, into a a room where they are on different sides of the political spectrum and actually have people there guiding the conversation enough so that each side felt like being heard, felt like they were heard. (laughs) So I hope this kind of brings a little bit of like perspective to this. And I would love to hear like, Have you had any times where you know that you were repeatedly misunderstood? Um, This can also go into like microaggressions and um, uh, of all different kinds. And I'm not quite going to that point yet. I might do a whole nother podcast about that. But I'm talking about like two human beings just miscommunicating on words. Like, how do we rectify? How do we come back around and say, oh, I didn't realize this was not being understood. And then coming together and going, okay, now that we understand each other, now we can move forward. So I hope that helps. And until next time, thank you for joining me, all my friends here on the My Senses My Space podcast.